Good afternoon and welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me interview extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own unique way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. In 1788, French chemist Berthollet discovered a liquid with bleaching and disinfectant properties by mixing together chlorine gas with an aqueous solution of salts. In 1792, a similar liquid was manufactured commercially near Paris, now called Javel, water using potash instead of soda solution. In 1820, Labarac prepared a solution almost identical and named it Labarac's disinfecting liquid, which today is known as household bleach. And then in 1834, Ballard added a dilute suspension of mercury oxide in water to a flask of chlorine gas, and HOCl, or hypochlorous acid, was born. Early applications of hypochlorous acid included healing wounded soldiers during World War I and sterilizing water for drinking purposes for armies. Subsequent uses were developed for disinfection and therapeutic use in gangrene, diphtheria, and scarlet fever. By the 1940s, hospitals in London were using aerosolized solutions of acidified hypochlorite as an infection control measure against airborne dispersion of pathogens, understanding the contribution of HOCl to the outcomes. Decades later came the discovery that HOCl, or hypochlorous acid, is naturally formed within activated human white blood cells and other tissue resonant cells capable of engulfing and absorbing bacteria and other small particles. Essentially, humans have an innate resistance to infection, and it depends largely on the production of HOCl as the first line of defense against microbial invasion. This physiologically generated HOCl is short-lived, however, because it is quickly converted. Historically, the manufacturing of hypochlorous acid proved to be very difficult because the task of keeping it stable was extremely hard. So it was an on-site application only and therefore became less favored. It wasn't until the 90s that there came a resurgence of interest in hypochlorous acid. It took on even more applications. Aside from being in hospitals and wound clinics, it became beneficial to dairy facilities, agriculture, and more. Still, these widespread applications in these settings are limited to on-site production and process needs, and stability remains a factor. But along came Dan Terry and Briotech, who picked up where others fell short. Briotech embarked on developing and building a global solution to solve the issues of rising healthcare costs, antibiotic resistance, emerging infectious disease, non-healing wounds, global pandemics, and water and energy scarcity, using its decades of experience in disruptive manufacturing. They focused on the naturally occurring molecule, hypochlorous acid, to do so. And they set about to identify the manufacturing failures that prevented the widespread global usefulness of such an amazing healing agent. And they succeeded. In 2014, they introduced the world's first pure and stable hypochlorous acid called Brio. Dan and Briotech's first step to success was setting an intention. What is the power of intention? Well, setting an intention is like drawing a map of where you wish to go which becomes the constant motivation behind your goals and visions. Intention also keeps you focused and allows you to prepare for foreseeable issues so that the destination is still achieved while holding you to your promise. Intention sets the stage for authenticity as well. It keeps you true to yourself and others by making you accountable along the way. And it's this authenticity which brings out the best in you. The intention set by Dan and Briotech was to be in service of others. American psychologist Abraham Maslow created a model of the hierarchy of human needs. He emphasized there are deficiency needs and growth needs. Using Maslow's hierarchy of needs, much of the world is trying to get their basic needs met or are in survival, especially here in the U.S. where many of us live paycheck to paycheck. And you cannot just go from meeting deficiency needs to success because growth needs do not stem from a lack of something. One must feel fulfilled in order to move up the hierarchy and ultimately, This takes a contribution to others. If you make it only about yourself, you will not stay in success or feel fulfilled. Of course, people can have moments of fleeting happiness, like when they buy that fancy new car. But in order to be truly satisfied, humans need to be in service to others. Otherwise, we will always desire that next self-serving high. 
And here we are, truly in that place of survival. And those like Dan, Terry, and Briotech are achieving success because they are contributing beyond themselves. True success is also measured by the people who come together to support you and your growth. By these measures, they are successful. Carrying out the vision that was merely a seed they planted 10 years ago while having their staff, their researchers, and the global community willingly be an active participant in their growth. Today, I have the pleasure of having Dan Terry, Cindy Varela, and Jeff Williams on my show. Dan and Cindy are the CEO and founders of Briotech, and Jeff is the Chief Science Officer of Briotech and Infectious Disease Specialist. They will share with you their vision, an innovative solution which is on the front lines right now in the global fight against the coronavirus. They will also explain the science behind it in hopes of arming you with the knowledge and protection necessary amidst all the invariables in this troubling time. So stick around after this quick break. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip. And that's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Dan Terry, Cindy Varela, and Jeff Williams on my show. Dan and Cindy are CEOs and founders of Briotech, and Jeff is the Chief Science Officer of Briotech, an infectious disease specialist. Hey, thank you all for being here today. Thank you, Sakura. Thank you, Sakura. Yeah, I'm sorry I can't have you join me in the studio physically, but, you know, circumstances. So how did you guys come to create Brio? Well, um, as, as you mentioned, we'd been in manufacturing forever, and we were close to retirement when we first read about HOCL. And I think like most anybody, the proper response is skepticism. How could uh, one molecule be so serving to so many different applications of health and disinfection and healing? And um, being somebody who uh, kind of approaches problem solving from that skeptical side, I began reading papers and I found out quickly on PubMed There were 1,500 papers on HOCL, and I began to read them and realized that this molecule is in fact real and and accepted by science, and that the problem, as you stated, was the lack of stability. Um, I had been in uh, Guangdong in China during SARS and fell ill. Mm. I uh, had watched my uh, father uh, go through third-degree burns and die from third-degree burns and the processes that we deal with that are quite barbaric in, uh, in burns. So I was sensitive to what I was reading about uh, HOCL. And rather than go into retirement, Cindy and I decided to pivot and create something uh, different in our last third of life. And we dedicated uh, ourselves and every dollar we'd made in 40 years to, um, uh, to a mission company hmm. to fundamentally change the discussion of health, healing, disinfection, and healthcare costs. And we thought if we could create a product that was fully scalable enough so that everyone at the bottom of the pyramid could uh, receive it, so that it was uh, consistent in its quality, it was shelf stable, it was thermally stable, so that it could be used across the hottest parts of the world where we have the most problems. Then if we did all of this, um, we could change the world. Mm -hmm. So in our lobby is a Margaret Mead quote that says, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens 
can change the world, indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. And with that intention, we set out and we said we're going to change the world and nothing short of that will ever be acceptable. Hmm. And that's wonderful. So here we are 10 years later. Did you know, I mean, being a skeptic, being skeptical of one molecule, like you said, having so many different applications, did you know the magnitude of people it would help when you created it? I, I think we saw this right away. We, we had a vision that um, uh, a, a single mother, whether she is in um, Ghana or in Kentucky, um, Guatemala, who has to choose in, in 2020 between healthcare and food for her babies. Uh, this is, it's unnecessary, it's criminal. And there is a, there is a way to deal with that. And that way is this molecule. And we saw that um, it works on MRSA and flesh-eating bacteria. Um, so why are people dying from this? Hmm. Why can't we get this molecule out into the world of, and be of service? That's wonderful. And so how did you come up with the name? That's Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the question, Sikura. I really yeah. love the question. Uh, so the word Brio means strength, spirit, life, action, passion, energy. And its definition is simply verb. And the vigor and enthusiasm that comes along with that defines how we like to move forward in life, personally and in our business. Um, the name Brio came very naturally to us. So Brio Tech, uh, we're in the business of Brio Technology um, to help serve others. Hmm. Yeah. And it's fitting so many different meanings for so many different applications. It is, yeah. right down to the energy aspect when you uh, correlate that to the product itself. Yeah. So what is your ongoing intention as you continue working with this product? Has it changed at all? No, it's uh, it's part of who we are. Um, this is the intention as we come into work, the intention during the day with every phone call. Um, our, our entity, Brio, exists to uh, change people's um, uh, sense of uh, security mm -hmm. and health and wellness. And that's, that's our charge. This, this isn't a company, it's a charge mm -hmm. to help people. Yeah, and I know we're gonna get into the science later, but I have heard you say that it's God's water. Yeah, that's that's kind of fun. Um, I, I did a little stint in seminary along with a whole string of other uh, majors in college. And I had recalled in my late nights, um, uh, in order to break this kind of uh, scientific problem, uh, Cindy and I spent 17 to 18 hours a day, seven days a week for seven months before we kind of came up with the answer. And in giving away uh, 10,000 bottles to uh, friends, we, we watched in an iterative process how people were reacting, what science said we should do versus what uh, nature said we should do. And it was uh, late one evening that I was noticing that where we are most energized in this product, uh, it is most effective. And I remembered that the scripture in, in many religions talks about light. And uh, in, in the Bible, for instance, let there be light. Mm -hmm. And light is energy. And energy is electricity. And one of the ways we measure the validity of our product is the electrical um, uh oxidative power of this. Hmm. So uh, that is one of the scientific breakthroughs that we have that nobody's figured out yet what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But um, our product is electrically charged and stays that way. 
Wow. For as long as you've got the bottle. Wow. And that's amazing. And, yeah. you know, and that goes right along with the lines of we are energy, too. Yeah. Right? We are energy. Yeah. I, 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 I say um, Carl Sagan and the Pope agree that we're all made of dust. Yeah. We're compounded with salt water. We are energized with electricity. Our synapses are cellular gating and mitosis. And we are protected by our skin, our mucus production, and our white blood cells. Uh, 50 years ago here in Seattle, they discovered the white blood cells make HOCL. It is an active ingredient mm -hmm. of your white blood cell process. So we make what the body makes. And what we, we come at this from a standpoint of respecting the molecule. It's in every form of life. You can nearly every form of life. So this is God's solution. And if you are, um, if you believe differently, it's nature's solution. Mm -hmm. It's in everything. So we should respect it because this is what nature uses. So around here, we say, respect the molecule. <laughs> I like that. Well, with that, we're going to have to take a quick break. But everybody stick around for more Love from the Hip. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil, an exciting new show every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this engaging and informational jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil, assisting others on their journeys of healing and self-discovery. Drawing from their own experiences, Sakura and Rory have come to realize how challenging it can be to understand it all. So they will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but in an effort to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering you, the listener, a resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at sakuraatlovefromthehip.com with your comments, your questions. Let me know you're listening. Today on Love from the Hip, we have Dan Terry, Cindy Varela, and Jeff Williams. Dan and Cindy are the CEOs and founders of BrioTech, and Jeff is the Chief Science Officer of BrioTech and Infectious Disease Specialist. So I want to ask you guys if you can explain how Brio works. Yeah, hi, uh, Sakura. I think we have to thank God or Mother Nature for how it works. Okay. <laughs> and uh, since our lives depend on it, 
the mechanisms have to be pretty reliable. Uh, and it doesn't really matter if you're one of us or whether you're a fruit fly. Uh, you depend on HFCLs for your livelihood because there are all kinds of germs and all kinds of injuries that affect us and other animals. And the first line of defense is making hypochlorous solution. Mm. Uh, it's made on demand. You have a lot of white blood cells circulating in your blood from your bone marrow, and then they go out and seed the tissues. And what they are is cells that respond to alarm. Any kind of signal that there's an injury, an infection, something that needs to be repaired, and those cells swing into action, and they make hypochlorous. And they make it from salt and water. Mm. And that pure hypochlorous is... Uh, at least to our findings, the most potent antimicrobial, anti-germ compound that you can imagine. And again, go back to the origins, God or Mother Nature. If you're going to protect against all the things that can go wrong, all the things that can infect you, uh, then you need something powerful. Mm -hmm. And nothing, we think, is more powerful than pure hypochlorous. The other side of that coin, of course, is that it's powerful. It kills things. It kills Staphylococcus. Mm. It inactivates viruses and yeasts and all the other uh, uh, potent things that can uh, get into our tissues and injure us or into wounds. So Mother Nature has built in a whole bunch of knock-on effects of HOCL. And there's a nice sort of compliment here. The first thing it does is kill the invaders. And the next thing it does is turn its hand to repair and restoring. And that's a wonderful uh, sort of mechanism of biochemistry that uh, people over the last 30 years or so have started to, to dissect apart and, and recognize that those pathways uh, that protect us against infection are also the pathways that HOCL triggers that heal us. And that's one of the, the huge consequences and one of the, in a way, one of the, the great mysteries is how can you have something that's so powerfully antimicrobial and yet also does so much good. Right. Uh, it, makes, it makes HOCL one of the pillars of our defense system and our healing system. And to be able uh, to harness that, to harness it in a way that can do so much good uh, it is a tremendous achievement. And one of the reasons why I've been so pleased at this late stage in my life, I've been involved in infectious disease research and microbiology uh, for more than half a century. Uh, and it's, it's a great pleasure, a source of, of pleasure to me to be involved at this stage in the, the development process, the proofs of principle that we've been bringing to bear on the product that Dan and, and Cindy conceived of and can make. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can I ask you some questions here, Dan? I'm sorry, Jeff. If we produce, yeah, yeah. If we produce HOCL, why would we need Brio? We don't make enough in many circumstances for the battle. And okay. if you think about, say, a wound, a, a burn wound, as a good example, all the white cells that, that you have get thrown into the battle, uh, but it's a big fight. Mm -hmm. You have damaged tissue, you have uh, bacteria looking for an opportunity uh, to grow and proliferate. And what's become clear is that if you add some HLCL, if you bring to the battle what we would call exogenous or external HLCL, you can turn the, 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 the tide and, and that's what we see in practical terms, mm -hmm. that we can supplement, we can, we can a, a expand upon the good that HOCL does with an external source. But it has to be the right external source. And one of the things that I think over the years we've, we've come to realize is it really has to be the same HOCL that you're making. Mm -hmm. uh, you really can't afford to, to put into wounds uh, 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 HOCL that isn't pure, that doesn't have the same characteristics of what you generated in your own body. Right. And that's one of the, one of the number of breakthroughs that Brio 
has, has introduced into this world of HOCL and to the world of science, in fact. Okay, that's, that's amazing. So I have to also ask you, though, when you add the HOCL, then you said externally, does that then make you produce more HOCL? No, no. It actually triggers those pathways. Okay. And uh, what, what we can now enumerate is a number of pathways that lead to healing and restoration. Mm. And those have been identified by biochemists. And I'll put in a plug again for Seattle, uh, that the Puget Sound Blood Center has pioneered in looking at some of the pathways that HOCL triggers that lead to healing. Mm. And there's some really top-level science that's been done locally here uh, on that biochemistry. But know what it does, introduce them to a wound, is do all the things you need for healing. You're going to heal, you need blood. So it stimulates the blood supply. It stimulates new capillaries to be formed. It causes uh, the phagocytic cells that are going to clean up the wound to migrate in. It causes your epithelial cells, the cells that make your skin uh, uh, intact and, and uh, protective, causes them to proliferate and move to cover the wound. Um, all those things flow from HOCL. Mm. And we're, we're fortunate to be able now to, to trigger them with something as pure and simple as what your white blood cells make. Now, would you also say that, you know, some people who are immune suppressed, right, they're going to have less white blood cells. So would that also be a cause for them to have less HOCL production? Oh, my, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, all kinds of conditions that uh, are impaired, uh, uh, impair your defense uh, yeah. really can benefit from this kind of uh, external assist. And I, we actually believe there are more ways than we currently uh, are aware of for HOCL to help in that process. But yeah. uh, we're seeing that, of course, daily now with the, the warnings that as your immune system fades and you get older, uh, corona becomes the hazard that is, it isn't in younger people. Mm, okay. So how many years then did it take for you guys to discover the same HOCL or make the same HOCL that our bodies make? Well, what, what happened here is that I came in after uh, a retirement, actually several retirements. <laughs> I, I retired from being a professor at a medical school after about 30 years, started a company in Seattle, retired from that company 15 years later, and then ran into Dan and Cindy and HOCL. And what I brought was that career of insights into uh, establishing evidence for what you believe. And uh, that, that's what I set about doing here and have enjoyed doing for the last five years, because what we have done is lay, lay, lay out the evidence for the uniqueness of the product that we can generate here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that's, a, that's miraculous. <laughs> Pat your guys' self on the back. That's amazing what you've done. So, Thank you. yes. And with that, I'm sorry, we're going to have to take another break, but stay tuned for the Weekly Skinny coming up. Thank you. Thank you. On this Weekly Skinny, did you know you have skin cells inside your throat, your blood vessels, the linings of your respiratory and digestive systems, as well as in your hollow organs, such as your kidneys? Well, you do. They are called epithelial cells and are tightly packed next to each other, forming a wall. Their primary function, just like on the outside of your body, is to provide the first defense against foreign invaders, microbes, and viruses, but on the inside of your body. They also have sensory receptors to send signals to your brain so that you may fully experience a bite of food, for example. They come in different shapes depending on where in the body they are found. Squamous epithelial cells are flat and usually found lining surfaces that require a smooth flow of fluid, such as your blood vessels. Cuboidal epithelial cells are shaped just like cubes. They are usually found in tissues which secrete or absorb substances like your glands. Columnar epithelial cells are long and thin like columns. They are found in places which secrete mucus such as the stomach. There are also ciliated columnar cells which have their outside facing surface covered with tiny hairs called cilia. These hairs are used to push mucus and other particles along. All of these shapes can be described as either simple or stratified and refers to how many layers are present. Your skin, for example, has stratified cells, and as your top layer wears down, 
Cells from the bottom layers constantly grow up to replace them. Interestingly enough, the shape of epithelial cells have helped medical doctors to determine if there is an issue. For example, the lining of the esophagus typically has squamous cells, but the presence of columnar cells is an indication that the esophagus built a resistance to the presence of acid, also called metaplasia. These cells are typically found in the small intestines. This is also an indication of Barrett's esophagus, various columnar cells that may predispose to cancer. These epithelial cells found all throughout your body are protecting, secreting, absorbing, excreting, filtrating, diffusing, and stimulating and activating all of your senses, including your intuitive sense. I guess it's no wonder why people can really get under your skin. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And if you're just joining us today, I have the pleasure of having Dan Terry, Cindy Varela, and Jeff Williams on my show. Dan and Cindy are the CEOs and founders of BrioTech, and Jeff is the chief science officer of BrioTech and infectious disease specialist. So I want to ask, how has BrioTech taken the front seat in fighting global pandemics, especially coronavirus? I'll, uh, I'll start with a vision on that that started 10 years ago. We, we were all aware in the scientific community that these pandemics were coming. It, it, it is inevitable. Um, it comes on the back of the uh, post-antibiotic era. Mm -hmm. And I remember the day that I recognized that there is a methodology that we can, we can slice purity in this um, in this bandwidth of uh, things that are uh, that can be dangerous, and in in a pure form, we get a more powerful product that can be uh, fogged on people. And when you look at pandemics, uh, you find airborne transmission, and there is no way that you can stop these things. In my opinion unless you can uh, protect people moving in and about through crowds. So my early goal was to fog airports in Guangdong and, and buses in Karachi and trains in Mumbai. I, I see that we have to, where populations are dense especially, be able to provide cleaned air for mm -hmm. airborne pathogens and that's where jeff comes in okay so sakura we've all seen uh, 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 in the last few weeks in particular so many scenes of people dressed up in protective moon type suits spraying disinfectants yeah uh, uh, and spraying them uh on children spraying them in environments where they really shouldn't be doing it because those kinds of disinfectants that can affect a coronavirus and many other things too, flu virus as well, uh, generally are things that you wouldn't want to have on your skin or to breathe. So one of the things I'm going to emphasize here is you've heard a lot about the power and the purity of, of Brio HOCL is its safety. You can breathe it. You can spray it on your skin. If you have a burn, you can soak your wound in Brio. And I think this really makes it unique as a tool in the control of pandemics. We're concerned about air. We're concerned about contamination of surfaces where droplets land and people touching them. You need a powerful disinfectant. But I believe above all, particularly where you're exposing people, you need a safe one. And uh, all of us here have experienced this. Uh, we've stood in the midst of HOCL, uh, some of us for long periods of time, breathing it deeply and not suffering any adverse effect at all, but knowing because of the science we've done that those droplets of HOCL can kill the toughest viruses on the planet. Mm -hmm. And that's a unique sensation and a, a unique technology to offer the world at a time when pandemics are causing uh, the, the grief all over this globe uh, that it is right now. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, is this also because there's no resistance to it? Well, if you think about that for a moment, whether God or Mother Nature conferring on almost all forms of animal life an ability to defend themselves using HOCL, you would have to build into that process a capacity to deal not only with the worst, but not allow the worst to develop resistance. Uh, we don't see, and science hasn't seen, easy mechanisms whereby a germ like Staphylococcus could mutate a few genes and become resistant, as they can to antibiotics over and over again. HLCL is a non-specific, across-the-board lethal power for even the worst germs like Staphylococcus and MRSA. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do you believe, Jeff, that Brio has the potential to completely eradicate the coronavirus? Well, I think it, sh it should be at this point a tool. Lots of other tools are coming along. Sakura. We want a vaccine in the long run, just as we have for flu. Mm -hmm. And there's some marvelous science being done at breakneck speed to come up with the kinds of things that can protect children and, and people with a vaccine. But when you think about decontamination, about pandemic viruses that are being spread in the environment, in the air, on touch surfaces, you need a safe disinfectant. And I think HLCL really has to be a part of that. There will be other disinfectants. There will be other, other tools that people will use. Some of those are behavioral, right? Mm -hmm. Hearing a lot about physical separation of people so you don't contaminate your neighbors or your family members. Um, but HLCL needs to be a part of the tool. Yeah, I agree. And what was the study that UW did with Brio on COVID? Sorry, I, I missed you. Uh, what, the coronavirus, not COVID. Sorry, oh, what was okay. the study that UW did with Brio well, on the uh, coronavirus? Yeah, a few years ago, Sakura, we were starting when I came to look at what's the full scope of the, the bugs that HOCL can kill. Let's, let's get some evidence that the things that are on everyone's mind are in fact susceptible to HOCL. And we went to the top of the hill and we started to look at the worst infectious agents like infectious proteins. Uh, we, we ended up working more recently with the, the most resistant uh, virus that we see, in, at least in human disease, and that is the virus that causes cervical cancer. Um, and we've proven activity a few years ago, when uh, coronaviruses had, had uh, uh, loomed again in the form of uh, MERS, you remember, the Middle Eastern yeah. virus, um, we thought, well, we better take a look at coronaviruses. And so we engaged with uh, a very distinguished scientist here at the School of Public Health to take a look at whether coronaviruses in general, because they all look the same. You've seen the picture of the mm -hmm. virus with the corona crown around it. They all look the same. They have a very similar structure. So we, we asked him to take a quick look at whether they were destroyed by HOCL. And they were. And that was uh, one of the sort of commonplace coronaviruses. It wasn't one of the viruses like the, the, the COVID one, uh, which has picked up such nasty habits. But those are habits that are intrinsic to the genes and the infection process. Okay. They don't really affect disinfectant susceptibility. We are in the process now of re renovating that study. We're going to get to look at how effective Brio is in inactivating uh, this SARS-CoV-2. Okay. So even though that was a different strain, there really isn't much room for error. It's still going to be effective. We have a very high confidence that it'll be effective. But part of that, secure comes from our looking at things that are far worse mm -hmm. than this virus. Um, it's a fairly wimpy virus and is actually susceptible to a lot of things that are, are available. Um, what, where we think HOCL fits is it's the safest of all those uh, and therefore can be used in very different ways. And, and uh, that, that's where uh, we, we think we have a big advantage. But knowing that HOCL that we make inactivates everything we've tried it on, right. uh, and that's a large part of its purity and potency, they go together, 
gives us a lot of confidence that it's going to inactivate uh, this CoV-2 to a very high degree. I imagine. So then do you also believe it will work on someone that already has contracted the virus? Now, that's a that's an interesting question. We haven't really in the past thought about ways that HOCL could be used therapeutically. And a part of the reason for that is that that gets you into the kinds of things that the FDA and huge clinical studies are, are needed for. Uh, we've had the feeling that there are ways that Brio HOCL could fit with some therapeutic needs. I think what's happening now, now that we're looking at extraordinary disease spread and extraordinarily fast uh, killing mechanisms that the virus can unleash, I think we're beginning to see an interest in uh, exploring the possibilities that HOCL might be useful there. Mm. That's really where I should stop. We haven't done anything clinical. Right. We think the opportunity's there. We think it's worthy. Mm-hmm. And actually, in the process and probably in the long aftermath to this pandemic, I think we're going to see some of that done experimentally. And I have a good deal of confidence we're going to see some nice results. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that, we're going to have to take another break. So everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip. That's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Dan Terry, Cindy Varela, and Jeff Williams on my show. Dan and Cindy are the CEOs and founders of BrioTech, and Jeff is the chief science officer of BrioTech and infectious disease specialist. So, Jeff, you were touching on Brio as a disinfectant and how others are toxic, which I get, and this can be used on the skin. But how long does it remain effective on surfaces? It's not a long-lasting effect. And that, that's, that's the way it is in nature, Sakura. It, it, when you make it at a wound site, it's powerful, it's fast-acting. And then it moves on. And in your body, it moves on by triggering some very beneficial consequences. In the environment, it's lightning fast. And then it's gone. And that opens up lots of different ways that we can use it uh, to protect people. Um, It doesn't hang around. And that, in many ways, is a good thing. Right. it is perhaps the only thing you can use safely when people are there. Mm-hmm. Everything else 
I don't really want to be sprayed with or right. breathe. Right. Uh, but it opens up possibilities to using it in ways that we do right here, right at Grail. We use it for all kinds of reasons and in our homes too, Dan. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you that, how so, you would uh, recommend using it. Well, what, what we do um, here is uh, everybody always carries a little bottle of Griot when they go out in public. We, um, we spray our hands, we spray our face, we breathe in, we spray our mouth. Um, the, uh, the viruses tend to uh, propagate culture in the soft palate in the back of the mouth. So we will gargle a couple of times a day um, I, uh, I, I, I'll defer to Jeff here, but I look at this, uh, things like COVID, not as a bullet, but, um, a, but a growth. And if we're gargling, we can, we can mitigate uh, the chance of getting these things. So in our lobby, you come into our lobby here, you will get fogged. We have a sprayer at the front counter and you're gonna come in the door and we're gonna fog you and have you turn around, we'll fog your clothes and hands and face, and then you get a bottle of Rio and you can carry that with you. I would contend we're probably the safest place in America. <laughs> and we're right here in the middle of the epicenter of Wuhan, United States. Right. So um, we spray our utensils, we spray our food. Mm -hmm. this, is, uh, this is approved for use on food it's that safe. Right. So um, we just use this on everything. Okay. And how are they using Brio right now in China? Well, we donated, uh, we donated $110,000 worth of Brio that got flown into uh, Shanghai, into the Shanghai Public Health Center coronavirus um, quarantine area. And it's being used as a uh, as a disinfectant. Um, we're used in countries all over the world from South Korea and Japan to um, Oman and uh, uh, UAE. Uh, we're across the EU and UK and uh, talking to folks uh, at the highest level in uh, India and across governments. So the first thing that we did when we conceived of this as a solution to pandemics was made sure that we could make as much as the world would need. And I've just scaled up facilities uh, in the Midwest uh, that can fill plane loads a day. Mm. Uh, we are scaling Seattle and we're building a plant in Europe. So our goal here is to make sure that everybody that does need this can get this and then to make it um, affordable right. so that uh, uh, I, I think you know we're in the Ebola hospitals in eastern Congo and we're in uh, uh, retail in Kathmandu so uh, we work to make sure that this is accessible to people and you're not going to run out like hand sanitizer no, we're not going to run out. <laughs> now, now, this happened very, very quickly, so we're a little slow in our orders. Apologies to everyone, but we're catching up quickly, and uh, I'll be able to do uh, uh, as much Brio as anyone needs here very soon. Now, do you think that there's a potential by everyone using Brio and defogging with Brio that we can contain it even more or even stop it? Well, we always say mitigation. Um, the, uh, the proof is always the lack of proof. It, that makes it difficult, right? Nobody got sick, so did it help? Um, but we know that it works and we know that it's safe and that it's uh, effective okay. um, uh, in, um, in pathogen mitigation. So um, that's our goal. Yeah. Our goal is to, is to mitigate these things. And for those that you know, have seen other HOCL products on the market, what would you say to them? Oh, you know, uh, again, we're, this isn't a typical business. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying my apples and no other apples are right. good. Um, uh, all HOCL is useful. Um, there are a lot of people that make it. We track them all. Nobody makes, nobody makes 
anything like Brazil. Um, so buy HOCL. It's good for you. If you make it at home, please, please, please be careful. It, because you are, you are um, trying to work between two very dangerous chemicals. Mm. And the problem with HOCL is it typically turned into bleach, and bleach is a cytotoxin. And if you do it wrong, it turns into chlorine, and chlorine is a weapon of war. So just be careful. So I'm glad uh, you shared that because I'm seeing a lot of that on online. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't have a problem with other people's HOCL, but I wouldn't spray it in my face. Yeah. I wouldn't spray it on my child. So where but, do you, where do you hope Rio will grow from here? Uh, well, worldwide, worldwide, we. Cindy and I have always had the singular goal to be um, the best and biggest HOCL purveyor in the world. And, um, and we do that by making sure the product is always consistent, always safe and pure and right priced. Hmm. That's wonderful. Two minutes, Jeff. Okay. So how can my listeners um, purchase Brio for themselves and which product would you recommend? Um, well, our, our flagship product is our BrioTech Topical Skin Spray, and they can find that just by hitting the shop button at BrioTechUSA.com. Uh, we have a wonderful website that's full of information regarding HOCL and its history, uh, as well as several scientific links that reference detailed HOCL studies. In addition to the website, uh, we also sell through the Amazon platform which of course allows for international shipping. Um, so it can reach around the world as we had intended with the product. When Dan talked about being a, the largest purveyor of HOCL, um, the main intention of that was to, uh, our, to back good. to our mission. So do good by changing health and healing worldwide. Oh, awesome. And is there one last message you guys wanna share for everyone about the pandemic and give us hope here? Yeah. Um, be, be safe, be aware. Mm -hmm. This isn't the last one that is coming. This will be you know, a fact of life for us all in the post-antibiotic era. And, um, uh, and I would remind you that the only side effect that we know of mm -hmm. for Brio is happiness. happiness. <laughs> that is not a bad side effect at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And anything we from you, take Jeff? the opportunity today, Sakura. Oh, Thank yeah. You. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share I, my experience with Brio, and Brio is the manufacturers of Estera, and I have only but good good things to say and have seen the results with different things as far as acne and uh, warts and toe fungus. There are so many applications, um, yeah, and the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. So thank you again for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So much. Appreciate You're it. welcome. Thank you. And thank you to Eric, my stupendous producer, and you, the listener. And please don't forget to get your Brio at BrioTechUSA.com to keep yourself and your loved ones safe and to help stop this virus. And don't forget to wash your hands and then Brio them. Really love the show. Don't be shy. Drop me a line at SakuraLoveFromTheHip.com. And tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love from the Hip. And don't forget to make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya.